0: You're listening to the Start Right Now podcast, and I'm your host, Chloe McKenzie. I'm excited to help you get off the sidelines and finally step into your calling. So let's get started right now. Welcome to episode 50 of the Start Right Now podcast. You heard that right. 50 episodes. Holy moly. I want to say thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for lending your ear. And thank you for challenging me every week to really dig in and find ways to be of service to you. It's been an awesome journey. There's so many things I've had to let go of to be able to come to a place where I feel open to sharing. And I can spend time with you every week, really digging into the places where I've felt stuck and the places where I know I have the ability to do more if I can just get through some of these roadblocks. So I'm happy we have this time together to do that. Today, I want to have a conversation with you about all or nothing thinking, because when I think about the places where I've been most stuck, this has probably been the factor more than a few times that I'm willing to admit, and I'm wondering if maybe it's been a reason for you too. All or nothing thinking is thinking in extremes, in things always being black or white, not the shades of gray. In us being always something or never something instead of just sometimes, all or nothing thinking looks like being perfect or being a failure, not in between being the smartest or dumbest, being the most awesome or somebody that nobody would ever want to hang out with. It's the extremes. It's when we're paring down two opposite scenarios as the only possible truth. And for ambitious people who are trying to get a lot done and who have a desire to achieve, the struggle with this is real sometimes. It's why you feel anxious when you have a cheat meal and you're trying to be healthy and you're on a diet or It's why you haven't sat down to write those blog posts this week because getting one done instead of the five you would like to do just feels like a failure. So why start, right? It's when you've missed your workout window, which you hoped would be in the morning. So you write up the rest of the afternoon as a fail because you didn't get your workout in. I know when I say it like that, it sounds kind of crazy. All or nothing thinking is actually classified as a cognitive disorder. Looking at these two extreme options. I can't get all my work done today, so I won't start at all. Or I slipped up here. What's the point in trying? My whole life is in shambles. Or, you know, this date tonight sucked. May as well write off dating for the rest of my life. Holy moly, dramatic, much. Time to check in with yourself here. Is all or nothing thinking the reason that you haven't been able to get started? Are you feeling anxious? Are you feeling like you've been procrastinating and you're just not motivated? Are you feeling just super down as it relates to your goals? you know this is coming. All or nothing thinking is not serving you. It's time for us to snap out of it. We need to get out of this black and white and into those shades of gray and better yet into all of the colors on the spectrum because we know the learning happens in the gray. The growth happens in all those other colors and shades on the spectrum when we're willing to play in the middle. That extreme all or nothing thinking is actually robbing us of the most important moments where we're going to get a chance to learn about ourselves and to grow. Because just like the gray, that's the mixture of the black and white, we need to come to a place where we believe that the opposite realities can actually exist at the same time and to not judge ourselves for it. So something is not good or bad. It's good and bad. There is positive and there is negative to every situation. So something you created, something you made, maybe it's a new product, maybe it's a new graphic, it could be really great and also have a lot of opportunity for improvement. Those two can exist at the same time. When you have five things on your list and you only get one done, it's on the one hand, great. You made progress on one thing, even though you fell short of the other four things that you wanted to do. There's a middle and it's important to acknowledge both parts. Why is this important? Because more than anything, what we believe about ourselves affects the way that we actually show up. It affects our mood. It affects our interactions. It affects what we feel we're able to accomplish and how motivated we actually are to get things done. So when I say that all or nothing thinking is not serving you, it's true. The attitude is actually stunting your growth, slowing your progress, and giving you another reason to think you don't have exactly what you need to step into the person that you're called to be. And let me remind you that who you feel called to be, to step into your career, to be a world changer, to lead your family, to launch that new business, to create your best work ever is pretty damn awesome. But stepping into the person that we want to be is a choice that we have to make and a choice that we get to make every single day with how we treat ourselves, with how we spend our time, with how we celebrate every bit of progress that we're making. Look, I don't know about you. But I want to find her, that version of me that leads herself to her highest potential because she can embrace the shades of gray, because she can find the silver lining when things feel challenging. So if you're ready to do this with me today, we're going to get out of this all or nothing thinking and start pulling ourselves out of this trap of low self-esteem and anxiety that we've been walking ourselves into with these extreme statements. I'm going to go through five things that you can do to break yourself out of this all or nothing thinking, bad habit, and get out of your own way. The first one is separate your performance from your self-worth. You are not what you do. As I tell my three-year-olds, you can be a good person and do a bad thing. One bad thing doesn't make you a bad person. There are endless lists of things that come together to form all that is you, uniquely you. You have a ton of amazing qualities. Don't let that one mistake, that email you forgot to send, that typo you had in your document, that one slip up, make you feel all sorts of crazy and like you suck and like you're worthless and like you're a failure and like you should quit before you even get started. Cut that out. Separate performance from self-worth. This dovetails nicely into Tip number two, embrace the mistakes. You're going to make them. There's no avoiding it. The sooner that you embrace it, the sooner your life will change. There's value in the mistake. There's value in the 1% progress. There's value in the step one, even when you've got 100 to go. There's value in getting started, even when you don't have all the answers. Don't let the perfectionist thinking prevent you from getting into action Be gentle with yourself and accept that the imperfection is part of the process. It's literally where the best learning happens. So that was point two, embrace the mistakes. Number three, find the positives and celebrate them. Positive thinking is actually a skill. So we can't just make excuses and say, oh, that person's really positive and chipper. No, positive thinking is a skill that we can practice. So practice it and practice it often. It looks like asking yourself, what can we celebrate in this moment? What did we learn from this experience? How am I now better prepared for the next challenge that comes my way because of this thing that happened to me? I didn't get to work 10 hours on my business this month, but I got to work two hours. Celebrate that. You found time to do the thing that you wanted to do in between your day job and between your commitments, in between everything else that was going on. Celebrate the the one thing versus the 10 you got done on your to-do list didn't make it to the gym the seven days straight that you had sworn this week was the week, but you went once and you went one more time than you did last week. Well, that's awesome. Celebrate that and take stock of what you did well, despite not having the exact result that you planned for. That's probably a good opportunity to also check yourselves on your standards, which brings me to point four. Take a look at your goals and set new process goals instead of outcome goals. As soon as you make a goal that's about an absolute outcome, so yes, goals are supposed to be measurable, but an an absolute outcome might look like sell $10,000 worth of products, sign five new clients, lose 10 pounds. You have these absolute outcome goals and anything short of these numbers then looks like a failure when you don't hit it. Goals can still be measurable, but we can design them to focus on the process so we get the outcome that we're looking for, even if we fall short of that exact number on the page. We're controlling what we can control. So this is your opportunity to broaden the parameters of what success looks like for you. Think about the processes that get you closer to the goal. So instead of sign five new clients, let's say, maybe you have a goal of having 10 conversations with new clients, and following up on five inquiries in your inbox. Instead of losing 10 pounds, you could make the goal about moving your body and being active for 10 minutes, three times a week, or adding more veggies to your meals this week. When we focus on process, we can more easily get into action and stop obsessing about whether we're winning or failing on that goal. Because again, this is about managing the self-esteem, managing how we feel about how we're progressing. We can get out of that all or nothing thinking by focusing on the process versus did I hit it or did I miss it? The last tip here is consider an alternative, an alternate option, an alternate reality. Ask yourself when you're in a situation that feels really absolute, really challenging, really extreme, and you find yourself saying always, never, or best, or worst, ask yourself, what else could be true here? Talk yourself off the ledge a bit. And instead of you being either an amazing human for getting all your laundry done today, or a failure because, you know, the piles are still sitting beside you. You can tell where I am in my room here looking at my pile of laundry. Consider what else could be true. Could it be that you used that time today to be more present with your partner? Could it be that time just got away from you while you were relaxing and enjoying life and looking out at the trees, but you'll take care of the rest tomorrow? Ask yourself, what else could be true here instead of the extreme statements I'm making and judging myself for it? Let's say you didn't make any sales today and you're feeling like a business failure. What else could be true here about this situation? Could it be that people just didn't see your posts on Instagram after the long weekend? Could it be that this particular product that you were promoting just isn't as strong among your audience that saw it? Explore the gray and don't put yourself in this camp of always and never. Now, look, you have so much potential, and I know you have big plans for your life, and I want all of it for you, all of it. But don't let the pursuit of all of it make you feel like you actually have none of it. Don't let the overwhelm on the quest for all of it leave you feeling like, what's really the point anyway? This is about the 1%. It's the 1% better. It's about the days you nailed it and the days that you struggled. It's about the land of the gray and the endless color combinations, not the black and the white. Don't let all or nothing get you down. You've got this. So get started right now. Before you go about your day, I just want to say truly thank you. Making it to 50 episodes has been a dream and I'm so grateful for your support. If you are loving the show, if this message has helped you move the needle even a little bit, I would love to ask you a favor. Reviews on Apple Podcasts are still an amazing opportunity for the, the podcast gods to introduce my show to more people who I know could use the message. So leaving me a review there would be amazing. Send me a message with the screenshot on Instagram of you leaving that review. Unfortunately, I can't track it on there. You don't see the names. But send me a screenshot on Instagram that you left a review and I'll send you a little thank you gift in honor of us hitting 50 episodes good time to let you know that the podcast now has its own Instagram account app start right now podcast moving things over from my personal page at Chloe because I really want to go deeper on the content and the topics that we're talking about so come and connect with me over there I'm so excited to meet you and until next time get started right now